Good at Holy Family. Today is Friday, March 26th. We got a weekend ahead of us. It looks like it's going to be a little bit nicer, and I'm going to be joined shortly by my fellow Holy Family principal, Heather Williams. We're going to have a day. Let's go. Kane is in the building. All right, Holy Family, thanks for joining us again for another episode of Positively Family, uh, where we exist for two primary purposes. First and foremost, this podcast exists so that we can give you the Holy Family Happenings, our weekly Friday newsletter, in the most easy-to-digest medium possible, and that is to simply listen to it. And then secondarily, we exist in order to become more of a family. So you feel like you get to know us and uh, hopefully and so- sometimes when we have that feedback on Facebook and whatnot, we get to know you um, and we become more and more of a family. I need to think of a third reason to exist so I can use the word tertiarily. Primarily, secondarily, tertiarily. I'm gonna work on a third reason to exist. Anyhow, hey, I said we're gonna always start with prayer because um, we're together and that's how we always start things. So let's pray just for a second. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Gracious God, you're awesome. Thank you for Lent. Uh, thank you for some time away, but thank you for bringing us back. Um, and thank you for bringing more students back. We've had more students coming back from learning online. It's so great to become more and more, like we say, as a family. So thank you for that. Thank you for today's pod and for our awesome uh, principal at St. Jude, Miss Williams. Help us have a good conversation today. And God bless all of our listeners and all of our people who are not yet listeners. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So we're going to jump in in just a minute here. We're going to give you your buzz. And then Heather Williams is going to chat with me just about, gosh, there's a lot of stuff going on uh, around Holy Family as we're getting ready for next year especially. And as we're little by little getting out of the COVID muck and kind of getting a little bit back to normal. So uh, here comes your buzz. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Here comes your buzz. We get you buzzed this Friday. Um, principally speaking, I just kind of went all over the place. Any one of these might have been a full-on principally speaking, but I wanted to let you know the final number um, for the uh, for the gala. So fourteen thousand. $673.37 will go into the endowment, and that same amount will be available for tuition assistance next year. Um, so we made about, gosh, $28,000 um, uh, overall, which is great considering all we did was a mailing. So Father Ken, Julie Schneblin, uh, Shelly Hughes Camp, and there were others, um, but my gosh, thank you for all your hard work and everybody who prayed for us or worked on it or donated. Thank you so much for that. That's all for financial aid. Even the money that goes in the endowment, also financial aid. And now we are over half a million. We're actually over 600 grand in the endowment, which is awesome. Um, so that is also financial aid money that we can um, start to reap soon to help more and more families. Uh, I put a short survey again. So this is paragraph two of Principally Speaking. Another short paragraph, this is a follow-up to the last survey about the names piece. Um, trying to figure out our name recognition. Um, between our strategic planning and our school board, we have a hunch that we might need to make a change. And what you guys told us in the survey was, yep, everybody knows what LaSalle is. And a lot of people know what St. Jude is. Not that many people know what Holy Family is. And that's kind of a problem. Um, and I think the name Holy Family probably served a really great purpose and maybe was maybe more recognizable maybe 10 years ago. Um, so we're trying to figure this piece out. There's another very short survey to see what you think about a possible name shift. So please take that short survey and let us know. We had a lot of responses last week, so thanks for that. Um, and then um, I created, or we created, a virtual tour. 
This is really, I've, I've had this, we've been talking about this for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. um, we wanted to have a virtual tour available on our website for years uh, so that um, especially our younger prospective families could you know, click through it and, and get to know our school a little bit more than just looking at a website. And so we have this really cool thing. Um, it, it, unfortunately, it really is optimal on a computer or a laptop, not on your handheld. Um, but knowing that families haven't been able to get in the building much this year um, save for you know volunteers we wanted to give um, you a heads up about this thing so if you want to kind of click through and, and see stuff you can so you can take a virtual tour uh, from the comfort of your own home and finally last but certainly not least um, I, I got so much feedback when I asked who would like to be part of a conversation um, about race and equity and inclusion and culture at Holy Family. So I'm going to be shooting out an email to get back to the people who responded. There were more than 20 people who said they wanted to be in the conversation, which is great for just a first, you know, newsletter blast shout out. Um, so I'll be reaching out to those folks to kind of get a sense of what would be the best medium maybe to move forward. And then we'll do another re-invite when we have a date and a medium selected. So there's a bunch of stuff in principally speaking. Um, and I did didn't even uh, really welcome our guest. Heather Williams is here. Thanks for coming on the show again, Heather. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. <laughs> so Heather's going to walk you through um, some of the Holy Family news and enrollment stuff. Um, so why don't you give them that piece of the buzz? Awesome. Well, in Holy Family news, our 2021-2022 calendar is now available on the school website. Woo -woo. So feel free to check out the new academic calendar for this upcoming school year. Uh, the Parent Association is going to be doing a cinnamon roll sale. So good. Um, on Thursday, April 1st, help support our schools by purchasing a package of four cinnamon rolls. Um, the sale will start at 3.30 p.m. and we'll go through after school pickup lines. Just stay in your cars and we'll come to you. Um, the cost is $5 for four cinnamon rolls. Uh, the flyer will also be located in the electronic backpack. You can pay with cash checks payable to Holy Family School System, or we can bill your fax account. We do need volunteers to help, and there is a link available in the Holy Family Happenings did, for us. To did you see some of the volunteers last time, right before Thanksgiving, when they were icing those and boxing them up? I did not. It no. looked like the best. Uh, it was a bunch of our you know, parents, a lot of parent association folks, and they all had like gloves on, and they were icing, and just like, it looked like the most fun thing. It smelled like cinnamon rolls, yeah. and there was like slathering them with icing, and then boxing them up. It looked like a lot of fun. So please head up to volunteer. Uh, maybe meet a new um, Holy Family parent, or bring a Holy Family parent that you're friends with. Yeah. Get in the school. As we continue, we have high -V cash for students. Um, it's important that the receipts are dated April 1st through March 31st. Sorry, April 1st, 2020 through March 31st of 2021. Um, and that we have them turned in as soon as possible. This program earns our school system a dollar for every $200 in receipts from the 13 Cedar Rapids and Marion high -V food stores and drug stores. Um, and in this current promotion, we're collecting receipts, sorry, again, April 1st, 2020 through March 31st, 2021. There is a flyer in the electronic backpack. Um, we have a volunteer, he's a wonderful man. Um, this is one of his gifts that he does for the school. He adds up all the receipts for us and the requests, <laughs> and then he turns them in um, so that we can then turn them into Hy-Vee for our school's benefit. For money. Um, script update through tonight at 11.59 p.m. You can order Buffalo Wild Wings e-gift cards with a 15% bonus instead Ooh. of the 8%. So if you're thinking wings for March Madness, don't miss out on this nice. deal. The next order will be April 12th. Have your order in by 9 a.m. And here are the other order dates for the rest of the year. Yeah, April 
Sorry, go ahead. No, those e-gift cards are immediate, so that's a really good call for yeah. March Madness. Watch the Iowa women play UConn tomorrow. Right? So our script dates are April 12th, April 26th, May 10th, and May 17th. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to email emory2 at script at holyfamilycr.org. We are doing busing reimbursement. Um, the forms have been sent out to families and emailed out as well, and they are due by April 28th. The forms must be submitted anytime prior to the deadline, and please make sure you fill out the form for the school district which in you reside. If you live in the Cedar Rapids Community School District, please return your completed form to St. Jude or LaSalle. And if you live in College Community, Linmar, or Marion School Districts, you must mail the forms to those district business offices, as I learned recently. And Heather, this is the first of two, right? There's a second go around with this? This is actually the second this one. This is the second one Yes, yeah. the first check hasn't come out yet, right? Nope, you have okay. to do both of them in order to get it back. Oh, yep. okay, thank you for clarifying yeah, that. Yeah, of course. I didn't know that. So if you live in Benton County, you also have to contact the Benton County Community Business Office for their form and return it to them as well. Um, since there are more applications this year, please fill out the information legibly, completely, sign and date all forms. Also, all students in your family should be included on one application. Uh, according to the state of Iowa guidelines, the school districts will not accept forms past the deadline. You will receive your reimbursement check combined with your first semester check this coming August. Remember, you must live at least two miles away from Holy Family Schools to be eligible for reimbursement. All right, and that's uh, a thanks from Mr. Cook. So. Thank you, Mr. Cook, for all your hard work with that. Absolutely. Um, and thank you, speaking of thank yous, thank you to the Bruns family for providing a variety of snacks for St. Jude and LaSalle staff. Your continued kindness is very much appreciated. Love the Bruns is is is. All right, as we move on to Holy Family enrollment information, our 2021-2022 online enrollment has begun. Um, on Wednesday, February 10th, we sent out an email to all returning families regarding online enrollment for next year. And we are excited about this process as it's all online. And we ask that if you don't see the message in your inbox, please be sure to check your spam and junk folders as it could be and may possibly be in there. The link to our registration page is with the links that you need. It is https colon forward slash forward slash www.holyfamilycr.org forward slash registration. You're much nicer than I am. I'm always like, find the link. It's in the newsletter. <laughs> if you have any issues, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to Mr. Garrison in the business office as he will be able to assist you. Um, his number is 319-390-6512 or tgarrison at holyfamilycr.org. Uh, STO is available right now. The deadline is approaching for your application at this time. You can complete your STO, so your school tuition organization application, and submit it as soon as possible as the deadline is in two weeks, the April 15th. That is not flexible, friends. It is not. The state so is not going to be flexible with you. You do need to have your completed 2020 federal tax income tax form um, and all your schedules and additional forms required for that. Um, on top of that, we are also hosting uh, an STO and registration uh, afternoon. So 
Holy Family, we will have the business office staff available next Monday, March 29th from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the St. Jude Parish Center to help families who would like any help as they apply for their STO tuition assistance and even um, for registration for school as well. Um, in addition to our own office staff, Xavier Principal Angela Olson will be available at this event from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. as well to help with French translation and interpretation. Um, any families that would like assistance are strongly encouraged to stop in and complete their STO applications with us. Please contact the business office at tgarrison at holyfamilycr.org or jdorenkamp, and that's D-O-R-E-N-K-A-M-P, at holyfamilycr.org. Or you can call them at 319-390-6512 to schedule a time to come in. And it would be much appreciated if you did call and schedule that ahead of time if you can. See why I gave you all those long ones? Yeah. <laughs> I even screwed up the uh, my first thing. You go all through that without, without one flub. Um, I didn't say the total amount that we raised through the gala mailing. I gave you like the specific, the two halves. But the total is actually just shy of 30 grand. So I apologize, I didn't share that. It's $29,274.74. Uh, if anybody knows anybody who wants to round that out, I should have done that math. <laughs> if anybody wants to give us uh, $725.26, we'd make an easy 30K for those of you who like round numbers. In LaSalle Middle School news, um, actually for both buildings, we are at the end of third quarter. Uh, so in LaSalle, um, today marks the end of that, and we do not issue quarter uh, report cards. We process them at the end of first and second semester. So if you want to view your students' third quarter grades, log on to the Parent PowerSchool account. Teachers will have all the third quarter grades updated in PowerSchool by the end of the day, Monday, March 29. And there's a spring sports update from Mr. Dole, our athletic director. There's going to be girls tennis, co-ed soccer, and girls and boys track teams this spring. Practices for all the sports will start on Tuesday, April 6th. Parents with their participants will receive specific information about the season the week before practice starts. Also, have you seen some of the construction happening out by the football field yeah, and the soccer field? The the yep. stands look nice. Yep, they're going up, and the, actually the scoreboard should be up by the end of the weekend as Perfect. well. And then ISASPs, the um, Iowa Standardized Testing is happening. So LaSalle is conducting our tests on Monday, March 29th. We do not overemphasize these tests uh, to students. We don't want to stress them out. That's not going to serve them ultimately. Um, we prefer to focus our energy really on actual student learning because uh, we know these tests are just one snapshot. But at the same time, they are important. So students are encouraged to rest up over the weekend and do their very best, and the Parent Association is providing snacks in both buildings um, so the kids can have a little bit of energy that way and then we give them some breaks along the way as well because those can be long days for the kids. There's a scholarship opportunity I've mentioned a thousand times so I'm not going to tell you about it again um, and I think that just about makes the end of the updates for LaSalle. Alright so on to St. Jude uh, to go along with the ISASP information we are starting ISASP for third and fourth grade students next week as well. Um, we will begin testing on Tuesday and Wednesday next week. Uh, we try to hold off on Mondays and Fridays. We, we like the kids to have a, a nice break from testing in our building. So we will start on Tuesday, uh, continue on Wednesday, and then we will finish hopefully on Tuesday the 6th with 3rd and 4th grade as well. And then any makeups that we need to take on, um, we will do that after the 6th of April. Um, please encourage your kiddos to eat breakfast 
and and rest well the nights before testing. I used to always when I taught high school, I'd always give my kids about two weeks or so before finals. Because um, the high schools where I taught, it was always you know big cumulative kind of right. important tests, kind of like they do at Xavier, uh, for a lot of them. And so I'd give them kind of a explanation about how their brain works during mm-hmm. the test, like eat almonds, eat blueberries, um, you know, fish, like foods that are good for your brain, or whatever. Right. And then I would talk about so eat a breakfast, mm-hmm. um, unless like you never, never, never eat breakfast. It might not be the best idea, but do not tell yourself, oh, today's finals or today's ISASPs. Yeah. I'd better eat a huge donut. I deserve it. <laughs> and my kids will be like, I totally tell myself I deserve food. We have a weird relationship with food in America, I think. Right, I think we do. It's so like, yeah. I've had a bad day. I deserve McDonald's. Like, I deserve to eat junk. Like, I'm going to reward myself. Or something. We do that all the time. I do it, too. Um, but, yeah, so a good, like, eggy and fruity breakfast. Right, a good maybe. nutritious. Not tons of carbs because then they'll be asleep halfway through the day. Yeah, yeah. But And we'll be, we'll be starting our testing first thing in the morning. Um, with the kiddos and we've got breaks built in so that they aren't going, getting over tested, which is going to be nice. Um, Doesn't make it testy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, continuing, we have Kids Heart Challenge for students in first through fourth grade. Um, we will be kicking off the Kids Heart Challenge fundraiser for the American Heart Association today, actually. Uh, many of you may remember it as Jump Rope for Heart. Most of us have a family member or know somebody affected by heart disease. Um, Mr. Cook goes on to explain his own personal um, experience with that as well. And just to know that every student who registers will get a uh, Kids Heart Challenge wristband, even if they raise no money. Um, And then there are varied prizes based on the amount of money raised. So there will be a special prize for the overall top fundraiser, uh, which will be revealed on Friday next week. I heard Mr. Cook talking about some kids in, in heart, and the, the, the kids in his class were really into his story as he was talking right, about it. Right, yeah, it, and it's he has it listed here in the story, uh, sorry, in the Holy Family Happening, so feel free, make sure you read that if you want to know a little bit more. Did you know that two Zexra kids are heart survivors? I did know you that. Did, you did? And yes, we were on the news one day? I did not know that. Because Laura and I were getting a group together. Um, this was, gosh, this was when Freddie was probably... Four mm-hmm. and the girls were like two, um, something like that. And so um, we were signing up, and then the people at the AHA, the Heart Association, were asking us about our family. And so then they told our story to some news outlets, and they came and like did a story on our kids. That's awesome. Yeah, to, you know, just like a yeah. human interest, feel good because our kids survived and yeah. now raising money for people. Yeah, it's cool. That's very cool. It was funny. Freddie was wearing a ski helmet playing baseball. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I could just picture that. That's pretty funny. They got some shots of that. <laughs> uh, so Grant Wood is also going to be doing hearing screenings coming up here on Thursday, April 22nd. They are going to screen students in kindergarten and first grade, as well as a few second grade students with known hearing losses. Um, if you do not wish to have your Kiddo screened, please let us know uh, by emailing Nurse Sean at S I N G H R A M at Holy Family dot sorry, Holy Family org. Um, and that's all we've got there. Because now Sean has some time because she's not wearing the Hawkeye basketball program anymore. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's everything we have. There wasn't anything from our neighboring parishes or Xavier High School or anything, so how about we uh, get down to the nitty gritty and give the people what they really, really want, which is you playing quirks, peeves, right. and scruples. Sounds good.
So this is the one game that when when we play it or talk about it, people say, "What what's what's a peeve? What's a scruple? Or like, yeah, what's quick? What you know? It's just kind yeah. of a weird name." But basically, the idea is, I I ask people things, try to point out that we're all just a little bit weird, and maybe sometimes we learn interesting things that are helpful. Maybe the parents would find some of these interesting. So this is sort of a quirks, peeves, and scruples, or QPS principal edition. Right. Um, so my questions are a little bit geared toward. Um, you know, principal life, but I think a lot of people will register with some of these. So I'm curious because I definitely have a weird quirk about how I organize my email. Do you have anything about how you label or organize or sort or anything with your email? So I keep everything, um, and I I have a folder for just about every single content or you know yeah. communication yep. that'll come through yep. uh, through my email. And if I don't have one, then I create one, and then I have I've I have found like where I have multiple, of like synonyms of the same thing. So like I think I I went to sort something that Josh had sent me. Josh being our maintenance man, and I found a maintenance one, and then a janitor one, and then you know like I just have multiple Broken ones, and stuff. then I have to start putting you know go back in and condense them and make sure they're in. The, of one folder instead of having five folders of the same thing. There was another principal in here in town who told me um, he would, you know, a lot of times answer parent and, um, you know, teacher emails, in the, you know, at 1 a.m., 2 a.m., whatever, while he was working. Um, but he always scheduled it to go out at, like, 7 or 8 in the morning or 9 oh, in the morning. that's smart. I, for, I always forget about the scheduler Just, part. He didn't yeah. want – because, yeah, we, we work crazy hours sometimes, but he, yeah. didn't, he didn't want um, anybody to assume he was going to do that. You know, oh, he right. answered my emails at 1 a.m., so I'll just shoot him another email real quick here because it's yeah. only 2 a.m. Um, oh, that was kind of slick. I've not done that, I don't think. but that was I have a, a main label for the school year, and then all my other labels are listed under it. Oh. And then I can minimize it and have it be, um, be kind of in their own order. But then when it moves on, so like for next year, I'll have 2021, 2022. Wow. And then but to have that on top, I will put A, B, and C sure. in front of them and read wow. them. Wow, that's actually cool. Yeah. Um, next one is <laughs> a lot of people will be able to read to this one. Phone blinky. I'm pointing to my little red light. Where? Oh my! Wow, it just turned on. That's crazy. Okay. <laughs> um, in, in my on my phone, it's a little green blinky. Um, I can't have that. That's actually going to bug me until we're done recording here. Um, the little red blinky or the little. Uh, green or whatever color blink you have on your phone. Can you have that? Is that fine with you? Or do you have to get rid of those? Or what's your deal? I almost always forget that it's there. And then, like, for voicemail and stuff. Yeah, for voicemail. That, yeah, I, I forget about the voicemail button a lot of the time. Because I'm I'm not in my office as much as people might think that I am. You're in the classroom a lot. Um, so We're getting to those questions. Yeah, so then I when I do see it, I'm like, oh, shoot, I hope I, it hasn't been a long time. So as soon as you see a blanky, you're I do, it? I Same. try to. And Same. I, I, and I don't like to keep voicemails in my box very long either. So I'll listen yeah. to it, and I'll try and respond back as soon as I can. I know that Julie Dornkamp, our business office manager, is actually right now, I think you might know this, she's exploring phone systems because mm -hmm. ours is pretty antiquated. Um, and so looking at the possibility of new phone systems, um, if they'd be, you know, cost effective um, with, and my, one of my first questions for all these groups that come comes through is, can you change our voicemail so it doesn't stay on our phone, but it, 
as soon as I get a voicemail, it immediately goes into my email. Oh, that would be nice. So then people don't even have to worry about the yeah, blankie. I had that at my last school, actually. That's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Okay, next one. Uh, this one's kind of a two-parter. Uh, in the class, when you're observing teachers, um, do you have an MO or a, like a general experience that you like to have when you do the walkthrough? Uh, informal, casual walkthrough, you just pop it in. They don't know you're coming. So just popping in, um, I usually just try to sneak in real quick and see, you know, kind of what the kids are doing, right. say hi. Yeah. Um, a lot of times the kids see me first and they'll be like, Mrs. Williams. Yeah, sure. Um, so if I'm doing a formal walkthrough, then I'll be like, you need to pretend I'm yeah. not here. I'm wearing the cloak of invisibility <laughs> right now. Um, and most of the kids, if they've seen Harry at that age, they've yeah. watched Harry Potter. They have maybe not have read it yet. Sure. But um, then they'll know what I'm talking about or I'm not here. You haven't seen me. Right. Um, so I'll try and sit in a space where maybe they're not paying attention to me or I, I try to be in the room yeah. maybe before they come back and then they don't realize I'm there yeah. and then I'll get up and leave and they'll be like, where'd you come from? Um, so I try to, with the formal ones, try to not be as, you know, visible as I yeah. can, but. Okay. So then when you're giving feedback to teachers, you, you know, you did your pre-observation and then you did your um, observation, and then they're gonna sit down and chat with you about you know things that worked and things that you know that you'd want to encourage them to try or whatever. Right. What um, are there any trends that you recognize that you do when you give that feedback, or things that you watch for a lot that you coach teachers on? Um, it kind of depends. So um, I, I like to ask the teachers if there are any things that they really want me to focus in on Same. when I do come in. Always. Um, so I, I tend to focus in on their suggestions as much as possible. Yep. Um, and then if there's, you know, little, little management things, depending on what I'm watching or what I'm observing, then um, I'll give them, you know, some experiences from things that I've done when I've taught or yeah, sure. um, other, other classrooms I've observed in that I've yeah. seen that have worked. Yeah. Um, so I try to give them that and then I'll, I'll reach back out a little bit later and see how that went, see oh, if they've awesome. implemented it. So, yeah, that's typically how it goes. Good stuff. A um, couple more. This week, um, two days ago, we had mass back in the church with grades six, seven, and eight. Right. The kids were so glad to be back. Yeah. Um, my own children, who are seventh graders, um, they are very comfortable pointing out things they don't like about school um, or anything <laughs> school related to me because they think I should just, you know, fix all their, you know, preferences, make everything just the way they like it. Um, <laughs> and they even said, it was so nice to be back. And I, yeah. had, I had multiple kids tell me how nice it was to be back at church. Yeah, I'm very excited for the um, elementary to start next week. Oh, my gosh. And I, I didn't expect to be emotional, but it, it really it caught me off guard how much I was glad to be back. Um, so mass question. Okay. Um, as a teacher and as a principal, I've always kind of asked myself, what's the best way for me to help kids behave themselves? And I should... I should um, start with the kids were so well behaved our kids yeah. are always well behaved in church they were just so glad to be there that they were yeah. totally dialed in it was awesome um but when kids are you know talking or squirming or whatever do you have a rule of thumb or a way that you kind of balance that i should be modeling and praying because we want to be there praying but right. we got to watch the kids make sure they're behaving and i never know exactly what the best balance is for i should model good behavior versus i should go and talk to Susie or jimmy about mm -hmm. appropriate behavior well, with the, the younger kids, what I like to do is, well, in non-COVID times, I'll go sit right next to them and just kind of do yeah. quiet cues. Yeah. Um, to, and then, you know, like, 
all right, this is this part of mass, you know, just kind of reminding yeah. them yeah. Um, what the expectation is and, and then have them, you know, just watch what I'm doing and just model directly for yeah. them. Or tell them like what stuff is. Yeah, a lot of yeah. times they don't know yet and be like, this is this is where Jesus comes in. This is where the Holy Spirit comes in. Yeah, and some of the kids, they like to know that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's really good to just to real quick, give them quick reminders real quietly. and That's awesome. Um, explain to them what's going on. And, and then they, they tend to eat that up pretty well. So Last one. Mm-hmm. At work, do you take lunch or do you eat throughout the day? I mean, what do you, I, I, well, I, people always apologize would, to me for interrupting me when I'm eating. I'm like, yeah, I just kind of eat all day. I, yeah. I take my lunch and just sits here and I nibble all day. So I've, I've learned the hard way because, um, you know, when you're teaching, you get a, a set amount of time and you just scarf down everything as fast as you can in 15 minutes, right? Yeah. Um, but as an administrator, we don't really have a set time that we get to eat. So I have a lot of on-the-go meals or <laughs> snacks. So, like, um, I've really taken up on the... You know, Campbell's sipping tomato soup. Oh yeah, those are I good. I drink that as I'm going. You good. know, um, and they're delicious. Yeah. And then uh, you know, just finger foods, grapes, carrots, um, Belvita breakfast bars. You know, things those you can good. eat on the go while you're doing yeah. stuff. Um, it's a little harder to snack when you've got a mask on because I would you know snack while I'm walking from one classroom sure. to the next last year. Um, so now I have to be a little bit more intentional about, okay, I have five minutes. I need to run to my yeah. office, um, grab a snack real quick, and then move on. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. Well, there you go, folks. There's your sneak peek into principal life. Um, I don't have anything else to share. Do you have anything else you want to share with anybody before we sign off today? Uh, I do want to talk about something exciting for Holy Thursday that we're doing at do St. Jude. Do um, it. So we're going to be doing the Living Rosary and Sorrowful Mysteries next week, and we have grades two three and four are going to lead us through all of it which we're very very excited about um we're going to be doing that over zoom so the whole school can do it together usually typically in non-covid times we would all gather in the gym and do it together there um so this way we're going to do it through zoom and every grade's going to have a different part of matt or well our readings that we're going to be doing so we're very excited good we get to keep doing that thanks for sharing that yeah awesome anything else nope That's all I got. Awesome. Everybody have a good weekend. It's supposed to warm up. And God bless your holy week next week.